0: Coming up on HIGMT, how one bad cell can kill your Tesla battery pack in efforts to repair rather than replace. Gigafactory Berlin gets some new equipment delivered and a bar chart race that shows the prevalence of EV sales. To How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of Indeterminate Life for Saturday, October 31st, 2020, episode 14 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. More information regarding Tesla's Q3 earnings call is coming forward. In particular, Elon Musk mentioned that the continued use of the current skateboard design in all of Tesla's vehicles will eventually need to pivot away to make use of a structural platform based off of the new 4680 cells. Elon did mention that the transition away from the current skateboard design will be a few years away. Since the current proposed structural platform will be solely dependent on the 4680 cells, the rollout of the new cells would need to be at production scale before integrating into the proposed chassis design. InsideEVs.com has an additional story from the Q3 earnings call, which has to do with the proposed V4 supercharging network. Tesla did confirm on the call that they are going to be looking at superchargers with a charging capacity of 350 kilowatts. The article suggests that version 4 supercharger will be best utilized by vehicles with the larger battery pack capacity, such as the Cybertruck or the Model S Plaid. Version 1 and version 2 superchargers are currently capped at 150 kilowatts, and the newest version 3 superchargers raise the maximum output to 250 kilowatts. Locally here in Ottawa, we have actually one V1 uh, supercharger located downtown, and the closest V3 supercharger to Ottawa is actually in Perth, some 80 kilometers away. I would have thought that Ottawa would have a more robust supercharging network, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, But I will provide a link uh, in the show notes below pointing to Charge Hub, which is a website that provides charging station information within the Ottawa area. The site also allows you to filter what level of charging station you might be looking for and also filter based on the connector type being used. Tesla recently filed a 10Q form with the Securities and Exchange Commission, and it was noted on the filing that Tesla will be spending up to $12 billion on electric car and battery cell production. CNET.com has a story indicating that Tesla will be also increasing production on their solar roof products and Model Y production in North America. Additionally, Elon Musk is looking to bring the Tesla Semi into mass production in 2021. In the same SEC filing, Tesla outlines the production statuses at each of their manufacturing facilities with one notable outlier. TeslaAudi.com has a story where Tesla noted the Semi and roaster were be produced at a facility as yet to be determined in the U.S., even though Tesla has mentioned that the Semi will be produced at Gigafactory Texas. Elon also mentioned in a recent interview with Automotive News that a third production facility would be very likely. I suspect that if a new Gigafactory were to be built in the U.S., I think it would actually be built in the Detroit area, right in the heart where traditional automobile manufacturing has occurred for more than a century. More recent job postings are pointing to a better presence in Canada. Now that Tesla has dropped home delivery options, it appears that Tesla will be looking to span into more areas of Canada by opening sales and service centers. Saskatoon, Manitoba, and Halifax are listed as areas looking for sales advisors, though there's no news about a possible showroom in Ottawa from the teslarati.com article. The updated Model 3, you might be wondering what all the fuss is about from an efficiency standpoint. Well, again, thanks to teserati.com and fueleconomy.gov, the... Results of Tesla's refresh are in and they're quite remarkable. There's a 9.6% range gain and an overall decrease of 11% uh, energy consumption with the long range all wheel drive variant. Now that's a pretty significant uh, considering that the cost of the refresh model three basically remains unchanged. Much of the gains of the Refresh Model 3 come by way of the revised HVAC system which uses the Octovalve from the Model Y and creates a much simpler and more efficient heating and cooling system. It would literally take one bad cell out of 7,000 to render a Tesla battery pack dead. But thanks to Gruber Motor Company, all is not lost. They have developed a method in repairing a battery pack rather than placing it outright at a cost of $20,000. The InsideEVs.com has has the story and a video link which Gruber Motors dies into a battery pack from a Tesla Model S all in the hunt to find that one bad cell, neutralizing it and getting the battery pack back into the vehicle. If anyone is interested in seeing a bird's eye view of the construction activity at Gigafactory Berlin, you can check out the drone footage provided by Tesserati.com. The embedded video shows a time lapse of construction activities around several locations at the construction site. The overall scale of the construction site is really impressive, especially with the coordination of all the associated trades and equipment. It's really something to see, and I can't wait to see Gigafactory Texas get to this point. The article also indicates that the first part of Tesla's revolutionary new paint system are being delivered and installed inside the Gigafactory. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever seen a bar chart race, but if you have not seen one, you should really definitely check out the InsideEVs.com story where they show how EV sales have progressed since 2010, broken down by manufacturer and by model. The Nissan LEAF was first introduced in 2010 and was the hottest selling EV until October 2017, when the Tesla Model S took overtook the LEAF with over 115,000 being sold since then, Tesla has been the dominant EV maker, taking three of the top four spots in EVs being sold, with the Model 3 perched at the number one slot with over 361,000 sold, and the Model S in second place with over 178,000 sold. At the end of the bar chart race, you can actually see the Model Y gaining ground uh, over most other EVs with over 45,000 being sold by September 2020. Now, for me, one of the most underreported products that Tesla offers is actually its solar roof product, uh, especially the solar roof tiles. Although not available where I live, I did check out the US side of Tesla's website and messed about with their online estimator, which is actually really neat. Um, All you need to do is simply enter in your address and Tesla will instantly give you a quote for the tile installation based on the approximate roof area of your home, uh, providing that your home is not so new that it doesn't show up in Google Earth. Anyways, the Tesserati.com story uh, has Tessa growing their presence in the energy sector by quite a bit, thanks to the fact that there's actually very little competition in the space. Additionally, the solar roof product, whether it be in tile or panel form, looks so much better than the traditional solar roof installations that I actually see in my area, which basically look like crap. Maybe our next home will have solar tiles installed, provided that they are available in Canada in the next couple of years. And stopping by Gigafactory Texas for an update. Thanks again to Jeff Roberts and his daily drone footage. There appears to be more concrete footings for columns. Uh, There's way too many to count. So progress is advancing on building two. And it's actually hard to tell where one building ends and the next begins. Geopair work continues, but no new steel is up, which makes me think that the first bit of steel that was set up was actually for demonstration purposes or maybe just to get the Gigafactory into the news. The stamping press foundations are now poured in the back corner of building three with formwork and rebar now present for walls in the supposed basement area. And that should pretty much do it for episode 14. I do have a referral program code that you can use whenever you're purchasing your Tesla vehicle. And it's good for 1,000 free supercharging miles. And it is at ts.la slash Matthew40942. And I will leave this link in the show notes below. Uh, Hashtag for this episode. Let's try hashtag bar chart race. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram simply by searching for How I Got my Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby.